apparently the uh, summer's been so long so far that I can't remember which buttons to push on my recorder. There, got it now. Okay. Uh, we're going to be in this lesson, the first lesson that we do. So we're going to do two lessons. One very sensing awareness, minimum movement, great for noon on a Saturday. Um, and the other a little bit more um, challenging. Of course, it depends on what you mean by challenging. Sometimes doing almost nothing is very challenging. Um, so, but in this first lesson, we're going to be working with a particular feeling I'm going to ask you to imagine, but in order to feel it a little bit in real life first before you imagine it, why don't you just sit up, everybody come and sit up, and just with your legs long in front of you. And um, one of the things that's characteristic about Feldenkrais, actually we're paying attention a lot to our skeleton, our structure, our bones, and the sense of forces passing through them. So most of what we feel when we move and we do stuff in the world is muscles stretching or aching or making an effort or all those things that muscles do. Um, and that usually sort of is a fairly loud proprioceptive sensation, right? Like if you stretch or tighten muscles in your legs, you feel all that sensation, right? We're actually trying to get at subtler sensations that get underneath that and force passing through bones is one of them. And then the thing about force passing through bones, actually, when you feel it at its most efficient, it's invisible. You don't really feel anything at all. You feel the deviations, you feel the shearing, you feel, but a direct line you don't really feel. But there's kind of a thing to it, a solidity. So in this lesson, we're going to be imagining that somebody is going along our limbs, our legs and stuff, and they're at a spot where if they push straight down, the force would go straight down. If you were a little bit to the left of that, you would slide off to the side. If you were a little bit to the right of that, you would slide off to the side. But right in the middle, there's somewhere where the force down would just go straight down. And I even suggest to imagine it, like use this flat part of a couple fingers or this finger, not so much your thumb. Just push down and just play. And the other thing we do in Feldenkrais is we find something by making mistakes. So go a little bit to one side and see how if you push to one side, you feel you start to slide. If you go to the other side of that, you slide. Or you feel your wrist or your knuckles kind of go wobble, wobble. But there's somewhere in the middle where pushing down, you feel straight down and you can push down and then let go of that. And if, you know, most of your life you go, if somebody does something like this to you, they're probably giving you a massage. So they're probably trying to push on your muscles. You're not trying to push on your muscles. You're ignoring your muscles and you're feeling there's bone. There's your long thigh bone. You feel very solid. So ignore any kind of, any tight muscle would feel sore when you push into it. That's not the point. Push through it. So, so you imagine you could go all the way up your leg and one inch, two inches at a time, feel that straight along that line. So that's, we're going to be imagining this because you're going to be lying on your stomach and doing this along the backs of your legs. So it's a bit hard to do to yourself. <laughs> and imagining is always a good thing anyway. But uh, it's just to have kind of a little fodder for the imagination so you know what you're imagining. Did you get a sense? Did you feel that? Kind of? A little bit? Okay, great. Okay. Come on and lie, start to just lie in your backs to start with.
And as usual, um, take a moment to scan your contact with the floor. Feel how you're resting on the floor. Feel how each leg rests. How much contact you make with the floor in the back of your legs. How your toes point, how your hips are. Those kinds of details. Feel how your arms rest. And the whole length of your back, from your pelvis, your buttocks, to your shoulders. How does that rest? And then come over onto your stomach. And to start with, you can just uh, lie with your hands under your head, under your face. Turn your face anyway. And rest with your legs, just a comfortable place, what feels sort of neutral for you. And imagine then this... uh, this helpful person is coming along with the flat of their fingers, the flat of their knuckles, and they're going to start at your right heel. And at your right heel, make contact with the bone in a place where it could push gently, depress straight down and feel the force go straight down through your heel, through the bones to the floor. And you might find as you're imagining this that you sort of feel like you need to rearrange yourself a little bit, so be alert to that, do what you make sense. So you start at your heel, your right heel, and that press and then release, and then start up your lower legs, so your ankle, some place where that pressure down is going to go straight down, not going to slide off to the left or right, go straight down, find that place in your imagination, press down and release. And then slowly, slowly move up the back of your lower leg, your calf. So you imagine that helpful person just moving up an inch, two inches, pressing down again. And some places it's going to be clear and obvious what you're imagining. And in some places you're going to get lost. Maybe your mind will wander. Maybe it'll feel fuzzy. So just continue up your lower leg, but go back to... uh, Go back to the start if you get lost and try again and come at it and see if you can keep, without skipping anything, keep that awareness and travel an inch at a time up your lower leg. That pressure straight down that goes straight down towards the floor, through your calf. The big muscles of your calf don't distract you. You feel that down. Pressure straight down.
And eventually you'll come to your knee, in the back of your knee. And pressure straight down there. And then travel back down to your heel. Go in the other direction. Imagine these fingers, this pressure down. Back to your heel, not skipping anything, not missing any parts. It's funny, is your lower leg as long as you think it is? Is it longer than you thought it was? Continue down and back up. And then from your knee, now you start to move upwards along the back of your thigh. Here the picture is very solid, a little bit clearer. Maybe it's a little bit clearer, but you've got, you had two bones in your lower leg, really, and your thigh is this one long, solid bone. You're traveling up the ridge, sort of, of the back of that bone. Pressure down straight towards the floor. And follow every inch or two as you move up. Don't skip anything, keep it clear. Some places are going to be fuzzy, some are going to be clear. And go back over the places that are fuzzy. So you really clarify for yourself. In a really systematic way, we don't often systematically take measure of every inch, but find where it's clear, where it's fuzzy, go over the less clear places. And then one place that's quite likely to get less clear is once you get up to the crease of your buttocks and you're going to head up towards your belt line. What's that line? Where's the line going to go? If you imagine somebody's there pushing down, finding that path straight down. Where's that going to go over the place that your leg meets your pelvis? Place of your hip joint. Coming up over the back of your pelvis. Towards the center line at the base of your spine. In the curve of your low back. And then back down, really go over several times, clarify this path. How you get from your leg, your thigh, into your core, into your pelvis. And go over that several times, clarify that place. Verify the very top of the thigh bone where you imagine it, where you feel with your imagination that force going down through your bones. 
And then continue down and down back towards your knee, back over your calf. Back to your heel. It's down your left leg. Sorry, your right leg. We're on our right leg. Down your right leg. And up. Okay, and now can you extend your left arm? So extend your left arm overhead. Now you might need to move away from the wall if you're too close to the wall. So your left arm can be, it doesn't need to be perfectly straight, comfortably bent is fine, but alongside your head, pointing towards the uh, wall over your head. Yeah, probably better to slide down a bit to be away from the floor. I mean, yeah, it's not the floor. It's only like the floor compared to, anyway, be away from the wall. Slide down a little bit so that you're not feeling uh, at all like your hand's going to hit there. And now similarly, this person comes along and there's a place on your hand, on your knuckles, where if they pressed a little bit to the left, their hands would slide to the left. A little bit to the right, they'd slide to the right. So there's somewhere right in the middle where that pressure can go straight down. So find that place where the pressure goes straight down. There's no shearing. And imagine now that pressure and then release, pressure and then release, coming down your hand and over your wrist. And then starts to travel up your forearm. So you find along the bones of your forearm, where's that middle place, doesn't slide left or right straight down, pressure straight down and travel up your forearm and you'll feel places that are really clear, places that are less clear, go over the places that aren't so clear and if you want any of these cushions or anything there's lots of little extra padding to put your arm on top of if it's a bit sensitive or to put under your face. Feel that pressure pushing down Surprising, you just lie like this and you realize how much your shoulders must be doing in front to pressing your arm themselves. So just imagine that pressure, those hands, they travel up, probably rounding your elbow now. Heading up your upper arm. And like your thigh bone, this is where you've got this one very clear bone imagine this pressure, this person pressing is traveling up that bone, traveling, finding that midpoint where the pressure goes right down. And up again now, probably where your arm joins your trunk, your shoulder blade in that area, it becomes less clear what the exact path is, where the pressing goes. Just look for it. Look for as you come up onto your shoulder blade, where is this person going to press to find this path right down? 
And then travel back up along your arm towards your hand in your imagination, that pressing. Go over the places that aren't clear, go over them again. And now, people are doing different things with their heads. Everybody turn their heads so they're lying on their left ear, left cheek, so you're looking to the right. You're looking to the right. So if you're looking left, turn your head to look. I said that backwards. Turn your head to look left, not right. Turn your head to look left, not right. My apologies. Okay, there we are. And now we're going to switch up the image a little bit. So instead of a person pressing down... Imagine you've got a ball, and the ball is, it's not a heavy ball, it's not a pound, it's not two pounds, but it's not an ounce either. It's got a little bit of heft to it. So a steel ball that's got a little bit of weight so that you can really feel it solidly, but, you know, it's not a crushing ball. And now you're going to take that ball and start at your right heel, and imagine that ball rolling along your lower leg. So it starts at your heel and it rolls along that line on your right lower leg towards your knee. Along that same line that we just traced out with the fingers there, you push straight down and you feel the force going straight down, right along the ridge really. And start to help that a little bit with your legs. So imagine that to make the ball roll from your heel to your knee, You've got to help it a little bit. You've got to lift your right foot from the floor and roll it along. So like you've got a little pinball kind of coming along your lower right leg and you're lifting your lower right leg to roll it along towards your knee. And then when it gets to your knee, how are you going to roll it along towards your crease of your buttock? So you'll lift your lower leg a little bit and then you'll lift your knee a little bit to roll it along and then to roll it back. So really start to play with and get into this image. And you don't need to bend your knee more than a little bit, right? So don't do, don't bend your foot all the way to the ceiling. You'll bend your knee a little bit to get your ball to your knee, but once your ball's at your knee, you don't need to bend it anymore. You just need to lift your knee and take the ball along. And what are you going to do to get the ball going in the direction? It's not going to get there yet. Going in the direction towards crossing your belt line. Don't be in too much of a hurry. So you're rolling the ball down and up your leg. And then let's take the ball to the other side. Take the ball to the back of your left hand. And now just a little bit, your left hand and your left wrist come off the floor and that rolls the ball towards your elbow. And then what's going to happen? We'll do that a few times. Roll it towards your elbow and then roll it back. Really thinking, 
How do I do that so the ball doesn't slide off left or slide off right? Really precise, aware of that ball. And then to bring it past your elbow and towards your shoulder blade, what are you going to do? almost like a wave you're creating along this line to carry the ball towards your shoulder and over your shoulder blade. Now leave your arm and in your mind's eye, get that ball resting in your imagination on your left shoulder blade. And how would you just lift your left shoulder blade to roll that ball down your spine and towards crossing your spine at your belt line and towards your right buttock. And then what are you going to do with your right buttock to send that ball back up towards your left shoulder? So how are you going to make the shape of your torso, your spine, to roll that ball down your back and towards the place where it came from when it came up from your heel? Pay attention, where does it cross the center? How do you organize yourself to get it there? And then take the ball all the way down to your right heel. Roll over your pelvis all the way down, back of your right thigh, back of your right knees, to your right heel. And then bring it back up again. So now take the ball, roll the ball all on this diagonal from your left heel, right heel to your left hand. Oh, that's so terrible. Your right heel to your left hand.
And then bring the ball to rest in the middle, in the small of your back, right at or right above your belt line. Bring the ball to rest there. Now I'm going to give you an idea, and I want you to approach this idea in your own time when you feel ready, and it's not going to feel... You could probably do it right away with a great deal of strain and effort, and some of you could do it right away without any strain and effort, but I want all of you to do it when you can do it without a lot of strain and effort. It's about the subtle organization, not about the effort. So the idea is this. Now that ball is sitting in the arc of your back, and now what would you do? How would you lift? How would you line up? from your left arm to your right foot. So you lift your left arm and your right foot and you keep them up in the air and you have now sort of the whole back of you is a kind of an arc and you rock this arc so that you roll the ball from your right heel to your left hand by rocking this arc. So you're more like maintaining this bow from your left hand to your right heel very subtle. It's a small bow. It's a small rocking. The ball rolls easily, so you don't need to do anything huge. How will you make a line to roll the ball from your left hand to your right heel? Where does it cross your spine, your back? Go slowly at your own time. Search for the feeling. And it might be for you at this point in doing this lesson that the only way to do it without discomfort is to do it in your imagination. And it's always better to do something in your imagination that doesn't hurt than to do something real that does hurt. So imaginary movements are very potent. Go ahead and make use of them through your friend. If this isn't here for you yet, then you imagine that it's here for you. And then leave that and come over onto your back. Slowly bring your arms down. And see what you feel like lying on your back. What's your contact with the floor like now? How are you resting? Is there a little bit of difference between your left and right legs, your left and right arms? Okay. 
And we're going to do the other diagonal, but just now come up, roll up to your side and come up to sit and stand to see what this lopsided feeling might come to, what differences you might feel on each diagonal and standing. Sort of experiment for yourself, see how you stand on one leg on the other. So it's like to lift your right arm and lift your left arm. Walk around a bit as you pass over each leg. What's the walking? One of these diagonals learns something that you're using. And then come back to your mat, your spot, when you're ready. And then onto your stomach again. With both arms up and your face turned to the right, Time turn to the right. And now start that ball rolling from your left heel. Imagine the weight of that ball in your left heel pressing down and travels up your lower leg. And don't skip over anything. Look to feel every inch, every transition up your left lower leg, heading towards your knee, and then imagine the ball from your knee coming back down, So at your own speed, you take that pressure down, that ball that's got a little bit of weight from your left heel to your left knee. Back to your left heel. And then from behind your left knee to your hips, to your pelvis, follow the ball, pressing, rolling along. Feel every step of the way, don't skip anything. 
If anything's unclear, check it out again. Try twice. Try again. Up to the place where your leg joins, into your pelvis. And the ball can start to move. Find that it's probably a very unclear place where your leg actually joins your pelvis and your ball has to come up over back of your hip joint, the back of your pelvis, to your belt. And roll the ball down again. And then when the ball gets down to your left heel, start a little bit to help it. Lift your left foot, roll it up, lift your left knee a little to help roll the ball up towards your belt line. And then take it all down to roll the ball back down to your heel. Very subtle. Even just start with the idea of a whisper of lifting your leg like you could slip a paper under it. Refining the direction that you're rolling that ball is, is the whole deal. It's all that's important. And then take the ball and put it on the back of your right hand and start from there, the ball rolling right on the ridge, pressing down, not sliding left or right. The back of your right hand, over your right wrist, starting down your forearm. Just enough weight to tell you what that direction is, straight down towards the floor. And the ball rolls down your forearm towards your elbow. Over your elbow and down your upper arm. Towards your shoulder. And then again, that place, probably not so clear. What's the line up onto your shoulder blade? And roll it down your arm again to your fingers. Anywhere that's unclear on your arm, 
check it out, go over it a few extra times. And then start to get your arm a little more actively involved, so you're rolling the ball by lifting your hand and then lifting your wrist. And you're actively guiding it along towards your shoulder, towards your shoulder blade. And if it feels awkward at first, that's fine, that's normal. Just play with it, don't push it. And then in your mind's eye, once you've got the ball up onto your shoulder blade in your imagination, just roll the ball towards that place that came up on your left hip. You can leave your arm down, leave your leg down for now, and just roll the ball from your right shoulder blade to the back of your pelvis on the left. And see where it's going to cross your spine, where it travels along your spine, and then where does it cross your spine. Really just going from your shoulder blade, lifting your shoulder blade to roll it down towards your hip, lifting your hip to roll it up towards the shoulder blade. One useful question to think for yourself is if you think about the center line of your body, how much of an angle is this really? And where does that angle cross the midline? It's not that far off the center line. It's a fairly subtle slant. It's not like the ball's rolling 45 degrees or something like that line. A line from your right shoulder to your left, the back of your left hip. And gradually take the ball farther so it rolls down towards your heel and back up and across the back of your left buttock and across the belt line to your right side and up to your right shoulder blade, down to your right hand. And you can make a sort of line that passes it along in two ways. So let's do one idea first. Let's do sort of like a wormy idea first. So it's like everywhere the ball passes, you've got to rise up in front of it to push the ball along. But once you push the ball along, you can subside back. So you don't need to lift everything into one big arch. So just imagine like your wrist comes up to roll the ball towards your elbow. Your elbow comes up to roll the ball towards your shoulder. But when your elbow comes up, your wrist can go back down. It doesn't need to stay up. Your shoulder comes up to roll the ball towards your hip. And your elbow can stay down when it does that. So this is kind of like the earthworm version of passing the ball along that line from your left heel to your right hand. 
can play with that. It's kind of fun. And feel the earthworm sort of flattening gently, lightly under the weight of the ball and lifting on either side to roll it along. And then try this other idea and just look for it. And if you're just doing it in your imagination, that's all right. Don't make, don't kill yourself to get it. But the idea that you can make your whole line of yourself from your left heel to your right hand into an arc and roll the ball along that arc. It's like you're a bow against the ground and you roll up and roll down. And holding that arc from your left heel to your right hand. You rock the arc gently to roll. It's almost like a straight up and down rocking, right? It's not that far off the center line. Look for it. Great, okay, leave that. Okay, go ahead and lie on your back, take a rest. And feel how you're resting on the floor now, a little evened out maybe. And then come over onto your stomach one more time. Are they making toast at local source? That's what I smell, I smell toast. Might be imagining things. Okay, lie now with both of your arms up overhead alongside your head. Elbows more or less straight or a little bent if that's where they are, whatever's reasonable for you. And turn your head so that your chin is on the floor, not your forehead or your nose, but your chin is resting on the floor. And take this ball, start the ball at your left hand and roll it down 
over the back of your shoulder blade, but bring it to the center of your spine between your two shoulder blades. And so the ball now is in the center of your spine between your two shoulder blades. And now what would you do? How would you lift your head or lift your shoulders to roll that ball down your spine towards the small of your back? So right between, at the base of your neck, the ball might be have a little rise to get over, the rise of your thoracic spine, your chest, the curve towards the ceiling. Can you lift to roll the ball along? Roll the ball towards the small of your back, towards your pelvis. And then what do you do with your pelvis? To return the ball, to roll it back up towards that spot at the base of your neck. Just gently, easily. Find the line, the direction. And then think, how is it going to change this idea, this movement, if when you're rolling the ball down, you also lift both your hands. When you're rolling your ball up, you also lift both your legs. So just play with the idea. Don't try to force it. Just play with it and see what you learn about how you'd organize yourself to do it. Okay, leave that. Come on to your back. Okay, so see how you rest on the floor now. What's changed from the beginning of the lesson to this point? How your legs rest, your arms, the length of your back. 
And whenever you're ready, take your own time, but whenever you're ready, you can roll to your sides, come up to sit, and come up to stand.